Today's episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Haven't heard about Anchor? Well, let me explain. It's free. That's right, F-R-E-E, free. Anchor has many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then take your podcast and distribute it for you. It can now be heard on multiple podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Start your dream now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, A.J. Johnson. What's up, buddy? How's it going on this beautiful Wednesday, February 24th? I mean, it's going. It, it is going. It's, you know, Wednesday, and it's the 24th, and... Uh... Yep. And it's going, you know, it's, it's, it's going, <laughs> it is, it is go. That is great. Great analysis. I hope to hear this kind of great analysis <laughs> from you all night long. We've got a great show ahead of us though, folks, we are breaking down. We are kicking things off with our NFL off season team by team need breakdown that we really wanted mm. to do for you. Lovely listeners. We're kicking it off. Of course. With the AFC South, the best division in football, okay? We're kicking it off with the future Super Bowl champions, the oh, AFC sorry, South and the, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. But AJ, buddy, I got I gotta, I to gotta talk to you, buddy. I got to talk to you. Are you sure? I do. You have to. I do. Because today's show is – we've got a lot coming up. I mean, we're talking Jags. We're talking Texans. We're talking Colts. We're talking – Jag, wait, Jags, Texans, Colts, <laughs> Titans. Sorry, messed go. that one up. But we're talking all these teams, and there is one team that we're going to get into in a little bit, of course, and that's the Houston Texans. And I want to let everyone know how hard it was not to just plaster everywhere the fact that the Texans just need Deshaun Watson back, and they just they're just in the the absolute wait. Wait for it. Yes, I love trash. If you really want to see something. Look at this. I have to have have a reason for that, but I, I really do. But is, is no, it, that's a good reason. They're trash. They're horrible. I just don't Angered. get it, man. I'm angered. I, I just oh. don't. If if you were to move to Houston, do you think your streak would be broken if you moved to Houston and then like they didn't win the Super? You think your your from, Super Bowl championship streak? If I was to move there like now, yeah. If you were to Absolutely. move there, if, if you were to move there this this year, would you would it be would it be a, a done deal? Absolutely, because the other thing with my streak, you know, not counting games where I lived most all my life, um, it, it's happened within like a year, a year and a half, basically. Um, so there's there's absolutely no way there would be I'd no have way. to wait like twenty years before I could be like, yeah, I got another championship on my resume, and no, Houston's not doing it. Which yeah, sucks nope. because. Deshaun Watson was I don't want to say he was close but like he's closer than they are now and going forward for the very very not even the foreseeable future like the foreguessable future they the can't <laughs> there's no way like oh 
Look at me. Like, it's like you would think that I'm a Houston fan and I'm not. I'm a Deshaun Watson fan. And the way that his career is being handled right now. Mm. Well, buddy, I have a question for you. I have a, this is the quick question of the day. And I, I thought about this. We are going to uh, have a new segment debut and I'm going to create a graphic for it and everything and all the fancy stuff, bells and whistles when I get a chance. Oh, but I'm we're going to have a new segment that I'm hitting you with today. And it's called taking it to the polls. Okay. We are taking it to the <laughs> polls and every day, every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you are going to head on over to our Twitter and AJ, can you remind our beautiful listeners where that t- Twitter is at? What is what is the handle? Um, um, I think it's um, rough cut underscore sports. Boom, that's what you, it was. Rough you cut head over to sports. our Twitter at rough cut underscore sports, and you find the poll of the day, basically that we are going to be putting up. <laughs> and today's poll, AJ, and this question that I have for you is: Which quarterback would you rather trade for, Deshaun Watson? or Russell Wilson, because obviously there's been, there's been talk and I don't, I, I'm not buying any of this and we'll, we'll get into maybe a little bit more on our Friday show when we start mocking, but I'm not buying any of this like crazy quarterback hype for this off season, but there are the rumors out there that Russell Wilson might want out of Seattle. And obviously Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston, which quarterback would you rather trade for? Now think about this before you answer this is also not, you're not only considering the player's skill and value, but you're also well, you're considering the value as well, though. You're considering the fact that the, the tr- how much you are going to have to give up for said player. So which player would you rather trade for Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson? Personally, I'm going with Deshaun Watson, mostly with because of that talent. And he's much younger. I mean, what's he, 24, 25, something of that nature? Um, Yeah, I I mean, I love Russell Wilson. He's got a great deep ball. But nothing about Deshaun Watson says to me that I have to worry that he's going to regress or he's not going to be the same QB that he is today. I mean, look at what he had a statistical career year with the trash of a team that was around him. Going 4-12 and when he had his best year of the season. Led the league in in pass yards with that trash of a team. Like... (laughs) I, it, it, for me, it's got to be Deshaun Watson. I love Russell Wilson, and he could do a lot of great things for a lot of a lot of organizations. But I would go Deshaun Watson. I'll say this too: people, people here like D- Russell Wilson could have said that one of his o- offensive linemen got a bloody leg, and people are like, oh, did you hear Russell Wilson? He wants out of Seattle. Chill, chill. yeah. It- it's it's a little much. It really is. But you you picked Deshaun Watson. But you think about it though, like. You're going to have to mortgage the future. And I want to let everyone know in the chat, welcome. Welcome to the show, of course. Welcome to the Rough Cut Sportscast. Answer these questions. We are a fully interactive show. This question down here is for you beautiful people in the chat as well. Let us know who you would rather trade for, Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, and why. Let us know why. But I personally, though, think about it this way. You have to mortgage the farm for Deshaun Watson. That is a, that's a big thing. I get it. He's in his mid twenties and his contract value. I mean, both their, their cap hits are pretty strong, but with one guy, you're getting the, you're, you're going to be able to build your team around that quarterback a little bit more than the other. Okay. You're going to be able to build a little bit more around Russell Wilson over Deshaun Watson, because you're getting rid of everything. You are getting rid of literally everything for Deshaun Watson. So I think I'd still pick Deshaun Watson, 
<laughs> but and, I, and I, I mean, I do understand that, but. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, where's it coming from? You, <laughs> you want to know what you want to know what really just, just happened here? A question that quick? No, no. You want to know what really happened here? I was in the middle of sharing the show. So I had Facebook up and I'm looking at you from 10 seconds ago, go a mile a minute. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm talking over him. And I was like, why is there no sound coming? Ah, that's right. Wrong page. Unbelievable. Yeah, and now I have forgotten what I was going to say. But yeah, Deshaun Watson. That's who. Deshaun, well, okay, there we go. There's our answer. Deshaun Watson is the answer of our quick question of the day. You can head over to our Twitter at roughcut underscore sports to be able to answer that poll and every other poll that we post on there because this is going to be our new thing where we take it to the polls be on the lookout for tomorrow's poll where we're talking spring training baseball and i'm sure we'll come up with something cool for that but it's time buddy well actually it's not time i don't want to tease anyone where it's not time yet because we have to pay the bills i mean this this show we are an independent show here okay we do this out of the love and care and thought of this business okay we love this business okay I do. But I do. It's true. I do. If you if you want to support us in all of our endeavors, AJ, load up those beautiful fingers of yours and tell these lovely listeners where they can follow us and support this independent show. Number one at Twitter, where you can find that poll question at roughcut underscore sports on Facebook. One of the wonderful places you're watching us right now at Rough Cut Sports and on Instagram at the Rough Cut Sportscast, where Vinny puts up all the wonderful graphics and all your great news that you can find out about the sports world. Leave a like, hit that share, go ahead and subscribe and follow. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your sister, tell your cousin, tell your auntie, tell everybody, everybody, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> this show is brought yeah, to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs. They have everything from cleats to bats to balls to helmets to sign pictures. They've got it all over there at Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs. Check them out, halftimesportscollectibles.com. AJ, are you ready to dive into our division preview? Let's do it, man. I'm about it. I'm ready. I'm hyped. I, I feel, let's see. Let's see if I have any football knowledge or if I've just been pretending. I feel I think like it's the latter. I feel like there was like a slight hesitation with that, only because you know that we are going to have to talk about the Houston Texans again. Like I feel like that is what it was. Why you just why you want to take my smile away? <laughs> let's just let's just get it over with now. Okay, let's just get it over Ooh. with now. Okay, you have you have three options here, and I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you as the, the co-host of a show, one of the big founding fathers of this show. You have three options. Do you want to start with the Houston Texans? Do you want to end with the Houston Texans? Or do you want to sl- throw them in the middle and make like this sandwich with crappy expired meat inside of it? <laughs> you know what? Well, I thought that would be an easy choice, <laughs> but let's let's go ahead. Let's start. Let's get it over with. Let's get the Houston Texans out of the way. We have so much more to talk about with worthy teams. Let's just get the Texans out of the way. So let's take a look and see what the Texans have to offer here. We take we see the graphic. The key free agents for the Houston Texans. It's Will Fuller, 
It's Vernon Hargraves, and it's Gary and Conley. Not the biggest of names. <laughs> Obviously, this first one here, though, to me, seems like the biggest one, especially if you're trying to keep a guy like Deshaun Watson. I think Will Fuller has to be – I mean, if Deshaun Watson is gone and you are admitting this along the way and you're just trying to find that right deal uh, leading up to draft time, you have to make Will Fuller your priority, don't you? Yeah. So here's here's my thing about half of these Texans players. Sure, you can have all these targets. You can you can decide you want to keep one of these players. But here's the thing. I don't think anybody wants to stay with you. Like everybody wants to break up with you. You know, we're different. We're different black people. You know that, right? I'm I'm not Aaron. Oh, Mukes. oh my God. <laughs> oh my players. God. There I'm it is. Sorry. We gotta that, label these me. better. <laughs> So you don't know our you Aaron, don't know Aaron's our social media name. Aaron's just getting shout outs here. And he's not even uh he's not even on here. <laughs> yeah. But uh I don't I, I mean everybody wants to break up with the Houston Texans. So sure you can try to keep Will Fuller, but if I'm the Texans, which well first I'd cry. I might go out behind the woodshed and beat myself. Uh but if I was the Texans, I'm 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 starting over. Like just just burn it down. <laughs> and build and build because you, you, that's where you are right now. You are now you are now the new Cleveland Browns. That is the yeah. future I see for the Houston Texans. Wow! And which is why I really hope Deshaun Watson can get out of there. Deshaun, like, talk to some sponsors. You find make sure your money is tight and don't play a single <laughs> snap for the Houston Texans, no matter what they say. And I, and I get it. I've heard I've heard conversations, and I understand where it comes from. If you're Nick Casario, if you're David Cauley, you know, going to him and appealing to him as a man, hey, look, I wasn't here when all this crap went down. I came in to make it better. What do you need? I think we're past that. It's like, Nick, I'm sorry. Maybe you were here a month or two before. Maybe something good could have happened. But when you got here, it was too late. I've heard Cal McNair has to fire Cal McNair for <laughs> Deshaun Watson to stay there. So, Deshaun, don't don't play a snap. I don't care. Don't play a snap. I ain't got no money, but I'll tell you what. I'll go find some parking lots and throw you some change. Like, Don't do it. Just get out of there. Get out of there. They are the new Cleveland Browns. They're going to be horrible. They're going to be horrible. I think that's for, bold, forever. I think, I I think, think I, it is. It's tough, man. That's a, what, I, do you, I, what do you see from the Houston Texans that gives you hope? Nothing. I mean, not, there is not, there is no, like if you're I really we got to start reaching out to some and find some Houston Texans fans, because I would love to know where their heads are at right now with this. I know team one because there's there's at no least. you do. At least. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's in he's in my year. Do, cool, do some journal. Do do your journalistic duty. Duties. Words are hard. <laughs> 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 Great use of that drop. I'm gonna like that. <laughs> no, but if you're the Houston Texans, you just don't have a you don't have a direction right now. And the only hope that you have that you can have right now is if you trade Def Deshaun Watson. That's your hope. You hope you're at this point. You were hoping to trade Deshaun Watson because then you can hopefully get the quarterback of the future and start having the draft picks and the building blocks. And that's why I say when we take a look back at the at this graphic here. You have to, and I realize that, yes, I'm sorry, I spelled Gary on Conley wrong, but you have to you have to lock in on Will Fuller because if you, if and when you trade Deshaun Watson, you are going to have a young quarterback in here, and Will Fuller, whether he's suspended or not, he is going to be the guy that's going to help you, him and Brandon Cooks. Now, we look at the potential trade, tar or we look at the potential targets, there isn't any because it's just Deshaun Watson. 
Do whatever you can to try and bring back Deshaun Watson. Plain and simple. And that's the other thing, too. I mean, they don't have any money in, in, in cap space. Like, I think they have, what, 10 million tops in, in cap space? Like, who are you paying for that? And that's why I think it'll be very hard to, to remain with Will Fuller. He, I mean, sure, he's been injured, and he got the last six games suspended. It'll carry into this year. But he's a top talent. I mean, a deep threat, if ever. When he is in the game, he is somebody who is very, very hard to stop. So uh, I don't think 10 million is getting it done. Like, I, I, I think they franchise tag him. But the thing is, you also have to think that's their cap. The cap space that you're mentioning now is before Deshaun Watson. So if they move Fair. on, Deshaun, if they move on from Deshaun Watson, that opens things up. Franchise tag Will Fuller and then go focus on building either your offensive line or that pass rush. Because you also, we didn't even mention this, they lost J.J. Watt. There has to be, mm-hmm. you have to go out now. You, if you're the Houston Texans, you have to go out and you, you have to make the move to get rid of Deshaun Watson. And you also have to make the move to bring in a veteran on this team that can really be a good lead. Like, as crazy as this may sound, and really, as crazy as this may sound, <laughs> one of your top priorities, in my opinion, if he's out there and he's not re-signed, I didn't put it on the list, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Go out there and sign Ryan Fitzpatrick because you need a leader who's going to bring in a – I mean, this this team is a mess. And if you want to avoid That's being the Cleveland Browns, like you have to be able to bring in a guy who's going to be able to just say, hey, I know what I know what's happened in the past here with this team, but we're going to push on through with my beard and my Harvard Law skills and just – Win some foot. Try to win some football games, okay? That's that's what we're gonna try to do. So whether it be Ryan Fitzpatrick, or whether it be another veteran who's gonna bring in a positive attitude to this team, because that is what, as crazy as this may sound, because it's a sport, it's played on the field. Bring in someone with a positive attitude, because that is what you need, okay? Let's move on, though, okay? Let's move on. Oh, let's move on to the be- to the team that won the division last year in the Tennessee Titans, and. Yeah, they won the division, right? It was between them and the Colts. They won the division. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just uh that part. Yeah. There. Okay, so we're moving on <laughs> to the Tennessee Titans here and we take a look at what their team needs are. And obviously the most blatant one here is the edge rusher. They have got to get to the passer here. AJ, can you do me a favor and look up where they ranked in terms of sacks and, and quarterback pressures last Ooh, year? That That is something I want to see. And uh, obviously, if we were doing our job properly, we would have been able to have that before the show. But we here at the Rough Cut Sportscast love to be rough. But they need an edge rusher, and there's been lots of talk about J.J. Watt being the guy that comes in and maybe be able to change this pass rush uh, around. It has to be done, though, whether it be J.J. Watt, whether it be a guy like Leonard Williams, you have to go make a move for a pass rush because not only in your division you're going to have to get pressure on the quarterback because now you'll have Trevor Lawrence and Carson Wentz, and the only way to beat those guys are going to be beating them by the pass rush. It, 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 we saw it with Tampa Bay this past season. You can win football games against a superior team by having a good pass rush. And yes, I said it. The Chiefs were the superior team Absolutely. to the Buccaneers. But the fact that their one key thing that they had was that pass rush. Go out and get that pass rush. Did you find the stat? I got nothing. 
You got nothing. Well, hey, I'll I'll do you a favor here. Oh wait, do you have it? Or was it sarcasm? No, I got nothing. Got it. Do me a favor, AJ, and look over this list of the Tennessee Titans key free agents and potential targets. Pay attention to the left side and who on that, because there's some big names, to, in my opinion. We talk about them needing pass rush. Javian Clowney is one of those guys who's a free agent for them. You also have Corey Davis, who had a breakout season. Which name from this list seems to be the most important for the Tennessee Titans to, to resign? Uh, for me right now, uh, for me, it's going to be Desmond King. And the reason I say that is because there's a chance that Malcolm Butler leaves as well. Not in free agency, but they may just have to cut ties uh, and save themselves from cap space. They're not very cap positive right now. I think it's 2.2 million or maybe even negative 2.2 million. So if you can shore down that secondary, hope a Dory Jackson comes back next season is a little bit more uh, healthy. I think that that will help you set your sights somewhere else, set your sights on that edge rusher on that interior defensive lineman. Um, and then because the, if you think about Corey Davis, you drafted him fifth overall, uh, what, five, six years ago at this point? Yeah. And he finally had his great year, right? Next to A.J. Brown, who's already having a great year. <laughs> so I think he's going to end up going somewhere else. This draft is too deep of wide receivers. Free agency is too deep of wide receivers. So in my opinion, I would shore up that secondary and spend free agency in the draft looking for a rush, looking for a D lineman, and, um, and maybe a wide receiver at that point. So Desmond King's my top target there. So they were bottom 10. They were in the bottom of the league, basically, in terms of pass rush, okay? That is what I did find. And I'm not just making that up here. I do actually have stats to prove that here. No, no, I believe that part. I just couldn't find the exact number. I could have shouted out bottom 10. They weren't good. (laughs) 8.1% quarterback knockdowns. Total team sacks, they were third. They had the third least, okay, along with the Cincinnati Bengals the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then the Tennessee Titans. They only had 19 total sacks last season. And just to put that in perspective, the top like five in the league, the Steelers had 56, the the Rams had 53, and the Eagles had 49 total team sacks, okay? So the Titans only had 19. So to say that they needed a, need a pass rush would probably be an understatement, okay? I mean, if you go against Shaq Baird, he did that on his own a year ago. Exactly. There are guys, there are guys out there that have have had single seasons where they put up more sacks than the Tennessee Titans did as a whole team. And I did right. see a report today that said that JJ Watt. I I, I can't remember who the report was. What's, oh, what's that guy's name? Oh, it's gonna drive me Not nuts. The, there was the, a, a report. The, the the three final places he was looking at going. Yes. 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 Yeah, I saw that too. I don't remember exactly. But where the three the Miami three places. Yeah, and the the three places are the Bills, the Titans, and the Packers. So that oh, John Clayton, John Clayton was the source. Just want to let that out there. John Clayton was a source, but JJ Watt is deciding. This is what he said: "Quote JJ Watt is deciding between the Packers, Titans, and the Bills. And if you're Tennessee, you're throwing it whatever you can at at JJ Watt to bring him." to Tennessee. I don't think he goes there though. I really I think that Tennessee is a long shot to me because feel right. it a it doesn't feel right and B why would he want to play like he loved he loved Houston. He was Houston Texans football. Why would he want to play Houston twice a year and have to deal with like that kind of heat? He I don't think because actually I, I don't think he'd get the heat. 
I think he'd want to play in Houston twice a year so he can go back to his beloved fans. Trust me. If if JJ Watt is on the Tennessee Titans and playing at NRG Stadium, he will get more cheers than the Houston Texans will next season. So, I mean, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for him to go back to a place he stayed for the last 10 years, loved ever so dearly, and they loved him back. So, but for me, I don't I don't know. I I don't I know it's not about the money for him anymore or anything of that nature, but I I don't know if they can one actually afford him unless he's taking a veteran minimum. And that's just disrespectful to JJ Watt. And also I think, I I don't think that he's just the missing piece. Like him going to Tennessee is still a project. Yeah. At that point, point, I'm, I'm, I'm going for Buffalo. And it's funny how the Cleveland thing just ran right out of there. Like stop hearing Cleveland quick. I just want to go back to this comment here. Seems like yeah. Trubisky would be a good fit for Houston. Just an absolute mess. Yeah, an absolute yeah. mess of a quarterback going to an absolute mess of a team. It makes sense. It sounds like the most Houston thing you could possibly do. But I'm yeah. I'm glad you went into the direction of where Tennessee as a team stands because that's uh, we didn't do it with Houston because, well, Houston just – they stand in the – Yes, I love <laughs> Honestly, man, they might be standing in quicksand, bro. I – it's They're bad. Faster than it's, it's bad. But oh. for the Tennessee Titans, though, where where do they stand? I feel like, like you said, they're they are not just a pass rusher away from getting to the next level. They, I still think that they need to give they they need to let Ryan Tannehill throw the ball more. To be completely honest, see if what you have in Ryan Tannehill is the real deal that he can get you to where you need to be because you can't just, I mean, you're not going to win a Super Bowl on the back of Derrick Henry. It's just not that type of league anymore where you can win a Super Bowl off of a running back. So where the Tennessee Titans stand to me is they're multiple pieces away and they have to let Ryan Tannehill, we saw with Russell Wilson this year, not comparing the two in terms of talent, but you saw Seattle let Russell Wilson cook a little bit this season. You have to see if at least Ryan Tannehill can throw on the apron and stand in the fire a little bit. Okay. That didn't make any sense. That I mean, it got that there. Context didn't make any sense. But let's move I on, mean, though. That apron would definitely burn up. <laughs> it would. It would. I don't know. I, the, the reference I tried to make with the cooking, and the it just did not work. It, it really didn't. But, hey, let's move on to the Indianapolis Colts here. Take a look at their needs and what or their potential targets and their free agents that they have coming up. And to me, one of the biggest ones here, and I know you have a different thought on this, I think T.Y. Hilton is going to be a big, big piece to the puzzle here if you can bring him back because you just acquired Carson Wentz and brought him in. A guy like T.Y. Hilton, he could be what Alshon Jeffrey was supposed to be for Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. He's supposed to be that reliable target that Carson Wentz can just lean on, but Alshon Jeffrey was not in. It was not healthy enough to be able to play, so he just wasn't there. T.Y. Hilton can be that guy. So to me, the most important piece to this puzzle would definitely be T.Y. Hilton. Do you agree? Do you disagree? I kind of do. Um, you kind of do. And here's, I, I, I disagree. Um, here's, here's my thought on T.Y. Hilton. And it has nothing to do with the way he played last season. It was an off year. I don't think that's a norm. I think that's an anomaly for what we saw out of T.Y. Hilton last season. Um, but what it is for me is Carson Wentz has not been very good with fast type receivers, you know, like him and Deshaun Jackson, granted he got hurt 
They couldn't really make it work together. Nelson Aguilar looked like they had a complete bust of a wide receiver. And then he goes to Oakland and he wasn't like a standout, but he had a decent season as far as receiver terms. Carson Wentz likes that big body type receiver, the guys with the really long arms that can catch the balls out here because sometimes Carson Wentz thrown on the run is not the most accurate QB. So I, I, I'm not saying T.Y. Hilton can't help him because, of course, I mean, you're talking about T.Y. Hilton. He's a great receiver. But I don't know if that's the cog that turns it around for for a Carson Wentz. So so with, with, that, with that analysis right there, with him liking big body type wide receivers, do you expect a breakout year for Michael Pittman Jr.? 6'4", six, 6'4", four, six, four body frame right there, man. That's that's a lot. That's some size right there. If you if you if you're talking about if you're talking about size being what Carson Wentz is looking for in, in his wide receiver, he's 6'4", 223. That's that's some size for a wide receiver. I definitely think and I mean think about it. I mean, he just came off his rookie year, so you're talking about a second year wide receiver. When they get a quarterback and they're familiar with the NFL and they're familiar with their team's scheme, they normally have a better year if they're a talented receiver. So I do expect for him to take a decent step up. I believe Carson Wentz will be wanting to get him a lot more targets. I also think um, Mo Alley-Cox will be a bit a better uh, tight end this year because I imagine they let Trey Burton go. And um, him and Jack Doyle might have another breakout type year. So, um, And that's all depending on Carson Wentz because we know how I feel about that move. So, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. well, remind everybody, what is, what is your feelings about Carson Wentz and that move? I think I think I think the Colts took a step backwards. Now I'll say this. That's that was my original my original stance. I'll say lateral now because I don't know who else they would have gone out and got that would really propel them ahead unless you were uh swapping a different QB. I mean, you could think about Jameis, but sure, you'll get tons of touchdowns and lots of yards, but is Frank Reich the reason he'll stop throwing interceptions? I don't know. So when it comes to the Carson Wentz of the thing. I, I need to see it again. He has not looked right. He does not look the same since he's been injured. And and I don't think that I, – I hope it's mental. Maybe Philly was just the mental place that was just screwing him up and he just needs a fresh start. Because I'd like to see him be better again, but think about it, man. We've been waiting. He's never – I don't think he's going to return to that 2017 type. Uh, I'd like to see it again. I'd like to get Michael Sherman's thoughts on this. Michael Sherman, comment what your thoughts on that Carson Wentz move is, because he's a big Eagles guy. Is if anyone yeah, knows sure. if if anyone knows Carson Wentz, well, it's going to be Michael Sherman. So let us know what you think of that Carson Wentz move uh, to the Indianapolis Colts. I personally, you look at you look at their biggest needs though, and it's got to be the left the left tackle position. Man, they just yeah, lost Anthony Costanzo to retirement. That is a big hole. You talk about Carson Wentz, and he's like, oh, Carson Wentz comes into a, a much better offensive line than what he had in Philly. Now you just lost your starting left tackle, the most important position on that offensive line, if not the most important position in football next to the quarterback position. So yeah. you have – I mean, it's almost a foregone conclusion that you have to address that either in the draft or – or free agency because you don't you don't have it anymore. You don't have that lockdown safety net of Anthony Costanzo on the left side. Not to say he's like this spectacular player and you're missing that, but he was very good. He was a yeah. solid left tackle that you could definitely rely on, and now he's done. Okay, now he's done. So you have to make sure that you bring in a left tackle. AJ, where what on this list of the Colts uh, the Colts list of potential targets? Who who jumps out to you? 
Well, you're absolutely you're absolutely right with the Trent Williams thing. Um, so I'll leave that alone. I also I have another place that I think Trent Williams may end up. Um, don't say it. I don't I'm, want. <laughs> I'm gonna go with William Jackson, man. Like we we talked about we talked about no we didn't we talked about Xavier Rhodes a little earlier. He's a free agent. Malik Hook is a free agent, and what they built their their growings on last season was their defense and that secondary that helped them so much. If I'm not mistaken, Xavier Rhodes led the league in interceptions last season. Um, if he what? walks, what? What did you just say? You, Xavier Rhodes led the league in interceptions last season. Did you say that? Mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, I think you may. Maybe I'm thinking. Am I thinking about Xavier Howard? You are thinking of Xavier Howard. I was like, wait a second. What are you talking about? What? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you out on that, but I had to call you out. I would out. rather yeah, you let me not continue looking stupid. Xavier Howard had 10 interceptions. Let's see what Xavier Rhodes had in terms <laughs> of interceptions. I just want to point out, we're talking about the difference of an N and an Over R. under I'm one interception. Over. Yeah. Over under he had two. Eight. He had eight, right? He had two. Yeah, Xavier Rhodes had two interceptions. Xavier Rhodes had two interceptions last year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I was definitely thinking Xavier Howard. So you I were, feel... you, you were you were definitely off. He had a very he did have a good season though. I mean, only allowing fifty one percent completion percentage. That's not that bad. Uh, with two interceptions. I mean, some guys are just not. That's one of the things with cornerbacks. It's like what it's like you cannot solely like look at. Intercept the judge no. quarterback. Like you just if that's the case, you wouldn't think Jalen Ramsey is one of the top cornerbacks exactly. in the league. Exactly. Oh, this is done. why I think Darrell Revis is one of the best corners to ever play, is because he was just shut oh, down. Sure. He wasn't an interception sure. guy. He was just a shut down corner, though. But where what free agent though do you think they should be going after or a trade target? I'm still gonna stick with that because um they're they this is what they built their what they built on, you know, the 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 secondary being solid. So if they can if they can shore that secondary up, much like I was saying um, with the with the Titans, that allows you to go find your edge. That allows you to go find that that interior lineman to really do some things. And if you can hold up the secondary, your your front seven's gonna get home. So if if it's me, I'm looking at that. I, I think again, you got so many other receivers. So judging from that list, you got so many receivers. There's a very very good chance that the Lions franchise tag Kenny Galladay anyways. And they're probably looking for a receiver in the draft and keeping these guys young. Yeah, and 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 Michael Sherman threw out his his, uh, his thoughts for us. He thinks that Wentz should needed a change of scenery, which totally agree. Colts yep. with Colts with Wentz will continue to be good. However, there is too much competition for them to get to the Super Bowl. I can I definitely can agree with that. Yep. That there is just there's a lot of a com a lot of competition, and and you go back and you you brought it up in the pre show meeting that Justin Houston is an underrated mm-hmm. name here on this list. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that they they really could use back. And you talk about being a Super Bowl contender, talked about it before, you need pass rush. If you want to get out of the – like I think that could be like the theme of any AFC uh, team that's going to be a contender. You have to have pass rush because there's no yeah. way you're going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs without pass rush. Is that is that a safe analogy to start to start labeling as like that is your key to victory against Kansas City Chiefs? Well, here's the thing. A lot of people act like it was some big anomaly or some big like revealing of how to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. People knew. They just couldn't get it done. <laughs> you know, they were coming at it from different ways, trying to do all these different blitz packages. Hello, Pat Mahomes is one of the best QBs against the blitz. You know, that's why the Bucs spent all night. 
bringing four and five and not, you know, six, seven and eight. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely a thing. And but for me, with the Justin Houston part of it, think about that leadership in the middle with him and Darius Leonard. You know, Justin Houston came from Kansas City. Justin Houston's been one of the better linebackers in the league for the better part of the last five years. Sure, he's getting up there in age, so that's something you think about. But as a linebacker, I mean, sitting back in the zone at his age, that's cupcake for him. So him and Darius Leonard, again, if he can shore up that secondary, you got that leadership in the middle. Now you're finding your edge and you're finding your front line. This might come out of left field and I might catch you off guard with this, but is where what is your stance on Darius Leonard? Because I think it's a, he's a weird player to judge because there's a lot of talk about like best linebackers in the NFL. And whenever I hear about it, Darius Leonard isn't on that list. And I mean, if you look at Darius Leonard's stats, he is one, he is statistically one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Do you have a thought on where Darius Leonard stands in, in your uh, linebacker tier list in the NFL right now? He's still, he's still young. He's still young. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he led the league in tackles as a rookie. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's correct. See, I got it wrong on Xavier <laughs> Rhodes, but I got you on Darius Leonard. <laughs> he's he's a he he knows the game. He is very intelligent. He's always in the right spot. He's high motor. I, I don't know if I can call him tier one yet, but I don't think it's long before he gets there. He is definitely one of the best linebackers in the league. And I think people sleep on him a little bit because he, he was injured this year, you know? So he spent some time off the field. You, you got to watch the uh, Bobby Okariki and, you know, do what he can do in that, in that, uh, in that scheme over there in Indianapolis. So when Darius Leonard came back, it, it kind of blows my mind that their defense kind of fell off a little bit, you know, and I'm not blaming anybody for it. You know, it's probably a whole unit thing, but you would think when they got Darius Leonard back, that defense would have held them more together. And and Indianapolis did well down the stretch. You know, it wasn't like they were blowing games because they were defense or anything, but it felt like they fell off near the end of the season. So, but Darius Leonard, top notch for sure. Yeah. I, 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 it's, such a, it's such a weird, like, it's like a weird spot to be for Darius Leonard. It's still growing, though. He's still yeah. growing. I think he gets the respect that he needs to have right now at this at, at a young age. He's still developing. And I mean, that's the thing you got to look at when you're when you're talking about linebackers is th- that experience. I mean, part of being a great linebacker is that experience. Part of being a Bobby Wagner is how much time he has spent in the NFL playing in big games. So that I could put a kibosh on the Darius Leonard talk because AJ. Imagine his contract when it's time to pay him. That's that's what I'm man. It, 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 Indianapolis, they they're I'm not saying they're <laughs> quarterback away from the Super Bowl, but they're yeah. acting like they're a quarterback away from the Super Bowl because they're now they in the revolving door of quarterbacks because the Andrew Luck situation. And I mean, you're not going to be. No. I mean, you're going to pay Darius Leonard. I mean, Indianapolis could have won the Super Bowl if Andrew Luck stayed. You think? I think they had a much better shot at it than they did. I think so. I, I'll, I think say, that, I'll say they would have got to the AFC Championship. Yeah, I, that, that, that's what I would say too. I mean, and and I like Frank Reich a lot. I think he's a very mm-hmm. good coach. I think he's gonna. I do believe in the Frank Reich Carson Wentz. Uh, relationship i think that that's gonna mm-hmm. work out i could still see the colts being in the playoffs and i it's just going far uh, i ain't about that life but aj two things one okay we're rolling okay. through the show 
at an un- unreal pace. Gus would be so proud. <laughs> We've got three of them down already, don't That's we? That's what I'm saying. We've got one team left. And this you did one- that on purpose because you're going to talk about this team forever. I know you are. <laughs> you're going to have something to say about every single thing I bring up. And guess <laughs> what, buddy? I welcome it. You think I'm going to have something something to say about this guy and this guy? You think? I mean, best coach in the NFL, right? My two best friends. My two best friends, Urban Meyer and uh, T-Law, Trevor Lawrence. The blonde bombs. Did you see the reports coming out about how they think Zach Wilson might go number one? Because after looking at the tape, he seems that he has. I had to remove him. I couldn't do it. I can't listen to this. I can't listen to this Zach Wilson hype. I can't. I just can't. Okay? I just can't have you coming in here. I honestly, I have seen it. I have seen multiple <laughs> reports in the past week somehow saying that Zach Wilson is better than Trevor Lawrence. Where? Uh, uh. <laughs> That's to have you, people who are saying that Zach Wilson is better than Trevor Lawrence. Okay? Have, you watched, the- have you watched this film? Not, not honestly, I haven't yet. I have not. But, dude, I got to be honest with you, man. I have to be honest. I'm so afraid. I am <laughs> so it's not gonna afraid happen, bro. of Trevor Lawrence being a bust because there's, some, there's two things in the back of my head that is involving these quarterbacks in this draft. One, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a bust. Two, Justin Fields is going to be the next Russell Wilson. Those are my two fears of this draft. And honestly, I'm okay with the Russell Wilson, the Trevor, uh, oof, Justin the Justin Fields, Fields Trevor. Lo- Jesus, words, teams, players, names are hard. Ding. Justin, <laughs> that was more of a, or wait, I have, oh, I don't have the drop anymore. Whoopsies. Oh, uh, but it's like, I'm afraid and okay with the Justin Fields becoming a, a Russell Wilson type of player. But this Trevor Lawrence thing, man, it's so scary. Like, I, it's very scary. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Well, first, let me say this too. You actually put the fear of Justin Fields going in the Falcons to me. And if you remember when we were talking college, I was okay with Justin Fields. Yeah, I could point out where he did things wrong, but his, his good, for the most part, outweighs a lot of the bad. Um, here's my thing about it with you being afraid about Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence being a bust and the other being great. And you're not going to like what I'm going to say. Who was the last top five QB taken in the draft that was good? That was, you know, great. Well, Joe, Joe Burrow is still out on him. Great or good? Give me both. Baker Baker Mayfield's up there. Baker Mayfield's up there. Where'd Josh Allen go? Josh Allen went outside the top seven. five, right? Seven. Yeah, he went seven. Yeah. To the Bills. No, it's not. It's, it's okay. tough. Andrew and Luck would be probably be the last one I could think of that was, like, great. Yeah. Can I, can I kibosh? The, oh, Kyler Murray. There you go. Yeah. See? Attaboy. Attaboy, Bailey. Okay. Stepping up so, here. And what year are we in? Mm, let's settle down here. Let's get this into the chat more talk, though. Let's, it's Carson Wentz, you know. His it's not good. Year Bob, it's really good. good. You're His really third year. You're really making me. You're you're really scaring me here. You're really scaring Straight me. Back. So let me let me let me let me uh let me derail this for a, a quick second because you know on this show we like to go off the rails, pull the curtain back, talk to the beautiful listeners. If you had family members coming onto your chat and actually having a full blown conversation with each other yeah. on yeah. this, how would you feel? I'd feel great. 
I guess I <laughs> and then I throw them the off and ask them sports questions and see how they came with it. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the support. I really do. But yeah. let's get into this Jaguars. Yeah. Now I just wanted to see your opinion here just because that, that... And then Mike, Michael Sherman, I see, I see your, your, um, your comment. I, I, I guess I should have clarified though. Cause yeah. in the first couple of years they are, but then you think about it like year four and five and six, we're looking at some of these guys now and you're like, wow, he's nowhere near where we thought the ceiling or the height would be. So yeah, I get it. Like, I would I would fully expect Trevor Lawrence to come in and be really good for three years. And I also think he could be really good much longer than that. I don't I don't I'm not worried about the bus thing like you are, but it's your team and I get it. But I also would not be surprised if year four these questions are there. That's well, so, mean, yeah, the first couple of years I get it. I'm talking sustainably, I guess would be the way to put that. Yeah, you know, I'm going back to it and Jared Goff's good, right? He's we Good. just got done bashing that man like two weeks ago. Jameis Winston? <laughs> Jameis Winston? No? No? Jameis Winston is uh, – I mean, think about that. You, you get rid of the interceptions. If Jameis can lose 20 interceptions, which is a long shot, but that's a 33-10 and and 10 interception season with 5,100 yards. Potentially, I don't like this. I don't like this I don't like looking at these. This does not make me feel good. Okay. This really does not make me feel good, but please let's try and talk about the Jags here and, and make me feel better because the two guys behind me are already making me feel better because they're right behind me. They're going to be leading the Jags into the future. I was very depressed, very depressed that the Jags did not hire Eric Bieniemy from the Kansas City Chiefs. They went the route of Arab Meyer. And you know what? He's going to put butts in seats. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Did I say it like that? Urban Meyer. You were kind of hoping Eric Bieniemy would morph into Urban Meyer and gave me an Urban Meyer. I'm hoping that happens in real life where Urban Meyer turns into a good NFL coach because that is what I am banking on because you can't win without a good coach in the NFL. And Urban Meyer has to do that. Uh, he's already at, off to that rocky start with hiring Chris Doyle and that whole that, that whole mess of an ordeal. That that, that that was just very messy. But I'm hoping for brighter days in the future. But, hey, let's take a look at these needs for the Jags. Obviously, quarterback is number one. And the man sitting to my left here, Trevor Lawrence, is going to solve <laughs> that problem. But the next position, I think, is a very big concern for the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's the offensive tackle because uh, – offensive – tackle position because you look at this and cam robinson is on that list of guys who are possibly available for the jacksonville jaguars and it's it's concerning because i don't know how to feel about cam robinson aj what are your thoughts on the jags and cam robinson you know i i just think the 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 fit sometimes the fit works and as people and organizations and teams grow the mess just kind of fizzles out and i think that's where you are with cam robinson now i think they still try to retain him you'd be dumb not to he's really good if you can get him and then put somebody else on the other side uh that's something you want to you you may look into but there i think there's a good chance that he he's out i think there's a good chance he's gone i you know honestly i atlanta cam i i could see him him going and I wish that the Jaguars would use their draft capital to make a move on uh, or uh, not Orlando. What's the guy's name Orlando from uh, Orlando? No, Orlando, Ol- Brown. 
Oh, yeah, that's it. I was trying to, I like, I had Orlando Pace in my head, and I'm like, wait a second, mm-hmm. that's not right. He gave it to me. <laughs> yeah, that's not right. But Orlando, he, was fantastic Brown, too. he would be a great addition, and I could definitely see him being a, a good potential target. I don't think the Jags are going to make the move for him uh, because I don't think the Jags are in the market to trade to rebuild. I think they're going to stick to the uh, stick to the plan here and build through the draft and build through free agency. They, they lead the league in the amount of cap space that they have. And I look at this list of players that, that they could get, and I know – I know there's one player that you are just dying to talk about because you mentioned him possibly early on in the show. So I'll give you the I'll give you the floor here. Look at you, beautiful face in the solo cam, buddy. Mm-hmm. Talk about your favorite free agent target for the Jags to go after. Favorite free agent target? Well, my favorite free agent target for the Giants or the Giants, the Jags may have changed, but since I know who you're talking about, you you actually brought this up to me and. At the time, I was you were worried about it. I didn't understand why you were worried about it. And honestly, I still don't. But I am coming around to the thought process of Trent Williams being a target for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You need tackle help. Trent Williams has been desperately looking for a better place to be. He's been looking for a solid fit. And he tried to do it and jump on the coattails of the former Super Bowl runner-ups, San Francisco 49ers. They had a horrible year. They're talking about them not being able to uh, afford Trent Williams. So what better thing to do than go to a team that's basically starting fresh? You're bringing in a young QB that needs protection and needs, you know, mentoring as well. And you're bringing a new coach and a new scheme. This would be a great place for Trent Williams. Trent Williams is still one of the best, one of the best tackles in the game. Sure, he's 31. He's 31. 32. 32. Oh, sorry. He's 32 going on 33 this year. And that is my biggest concern. You talk, you were asking me about my, my concern with this hire, with this signing. If it were to happen, he's the man is 33 years old. It all depends on what his contract is going to be, because I really don't want to go out. And I mean, left tackles are, they should be pricey because they're one of the most important positions in the game, but I really don't want to go out and spend that money on Trent Williams. Okay. I'm okay with keeping with, with keeping cam Robinson for the amount of money that he's going to want because he's younger instead of going out and paying a Trent Williams, who's going to be 33 at the start of the season. I just don't, I'm just not a fan of that move. It would not, it just seemed that just seems like a Jags move. Like when they signed Julius Thomas, it's just like one of those moves where it's like <laughs> you're, 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 you're signing a guy for what he's done in the past. Mm. And it's just, his time is up. Okay. And his time is not up. Let me tell you what you're doing. You're doing something I used to do all the time. Most famously with Kawhi Leonard, when Kawhi Leonard was injured and out for that season, I questioned why everyone was still so high on Kawhi Leonard. Was he really that good? Was he really do? I didn't remember him being, the Kawhi Leonard that he was. You know what Kawhi Leonard did? He came back, went to a brand new team, won a championship the first year. Yep. Trent Williams had a long, lengthy, ugly breakup with the Washington football team. They were not happy with him. And and uh, Dante, our Washington football team fan here, says he's going to get hurt, says he won't last the season. You got to remember, when he got hurt, this Washington football team did not do right by him as far as the strength and conditioning and the trainers and fixing this injury and, and helping him get over it. 
they they may have ruined that man for what it was. When he got to San Francisco, it was a different it was a different situation. And I think you're forgetting how good he was before that lengthy holdout, and then not watching San Francisco last year because they just weren't anymore. They weren't good anymore with all the injuries. He was this good. Is a guy, this is a guy who I believe will be able to play till 35 at a very high level. If I'm the Jags, give him two years with an option on the third. Give it a shot because he today, right now, he's still one of the best. If you're wrong in two years, cool. I think I, that's the, that's the biggest thing with Trent Williams and the Jacksonville Jaguars is it's going to come down to how much money he wants and how long that deal is because I'm just really afraid of getting tied up into another guy where it's like, yeah, this is a way. This this was a bust a bust signing because that as a Jags fan, you're just used to that at this point of just bust <laughs> signing after bust signing after bust signing. It's like come on, can we get one right? And I just feel like that's going to be like one of those signings. I will say here, don't I, the Jags, <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't, I think that the Jags, uh, maybe not. The, ja- the Jags have the most cap space in the league. I don't they think can they, throw money at some people. I don't think they bring Allen Robinson back here, but a guy like Chris Aww. Godwin would be a great signing. I think he, he might franchise get franchise tagged. tagged. Yeah. He might get franchise tagged. Uh, by the Bucks, but I I really think that the Jags could end up bringing in a guy like maybe Hunter Henry, maybe Len- I, another another franchise tag target in Leonard Williams. But they have the money to make moves, and they're going to be aggressive this off season because yeah. that is what Urban That's Meyer Urban is going to want to do. Down. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> I feel you. Good night. This is correct. I mean, like, and it's funny because we're saying that thinking about him as a recruiter, you know, and this is, that's kind of what he gets to do here. Urban Meyer gets to come into the NFL for his first season and recruit like that. That might be a big deal in free. Like I think more and more about the spot and why he came out of retirement, not just the first overall pick, but that cap space, like in the movement that he can make happen in this league right now. And I'm not saying people are lining up to play for Urban Meyer, but this, if there was a fresher start in the NFL, I don't know where it is. Jacksonville is starting fresh like today is, or March 17th big, when the league. Yeah, this is, this is a big time like fresh start. Like that's really what it is because I mean th- like this is if, if you want if you're talking about fresh start and a rebuild, this is it 100%. And it's not even an I, ugly one, you know? No, like, it's not like the Texans rebuild. This is a rebuild that you like shouldn't take too long and you're kind of excited about what they can do. Sorry to cut you off. No, 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 you're good. I mean, I'm, I personally, I'm very excited for this. And you look over at who the Jaguars brought in for, I want, and sorry, I want to address this question, this, uh, this question here from Bailey. What do the Jags do about the possibility of Telvin Smith coming back? That would be fantastic for Jags fans. Mm-hmm. If Telvin mm-hmm. Smith can return to his old form, that would be great. But the it, you, you would think, oh, then where would Joe Schobert go because he's their starting middle linebacker? Well, the Jags brought in uh, Joe Cullen, the former defensive. Uh, what was he in Baltimore? He was one. He was a defense. I think he might have been the D line coach for Baltimore, but he is bringing over a style 
of a 3-4 type of defense. So you can literally do what you just saw with Tampa with Devin White and uh, Levante David, those two middle linebackers that are that are able to move and drop back in coverage and also pressure the passer. That could be what you do with a guy like if Telvin Smith does return. You got Miles Jack, you got Telvin Smith, you got Joe Schobert, and then you go out and draft another linebacker to fit. No, actually, sorry, I'm an idiot. You don't go back, go out and draft another linebacker because you have Josh Allen and Caleb on Chase on who are born to who who were drafted to to play in a 3-4 <laughs> defense. They played college ball in that 3-4 type of defense where Caleb on chase on drops back in coverage in times and then also pressures the passer. That's what Josh Allen does great too. So you have those guys, Telvin Smith, Joe Schobert, Miles Jack, and some form of Caleb on chase on and Josh Allen. That seems great to me. That seems fantastic to me. So that on paper. On paper, sorry. Yes, on paper. Don't kill my vibe, okay? I don't mean to. I'm just. I'm helping you too because I hear you and you're speaking happy and you're and and it's a possibility. But I also need you to remember who you're talking about. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe last season it was just they had no motivation to be good. But Caleb on Chasen is going to be a fantastic player eventually. But he needs to start taking those leaps. I know he's still young. But he needs to start taking those leaps because it's getting to the point where people are like, wow, that that pick was supposed to go a lot further than it did. I think I think he's still developing it that I would think there's more pressure on Josh Allen, though, because he had a great rookie season, a fantastic rookie season and then had a slightly down year this past season. And we said it again. This is going to be a theme for every AFC team. You have to have pass. You have to have pressure from that defensive line if you want to make it out of the AFC and it start, I mean, it starts with those guys right there. You, you start, it starts with the miles Jack. It starts with the Josh Allen. And a lot of focus is on the Jags offense this off season because of the Trevor Law- bringing in Trevor Lawrence, but we cannot forget that their defense was absolutely terrible last mm-hmm. season. They were embarrassing so on the side of the ball. CJ Henderson didn't do bad. He started off very, very playing very well. And then he kind of fell off and took a step back as the season progressed. I think the Jags though, I don't want to say they go, they need to go best available in the draft. And obviously we're getting into mock draft on Friday. So you beautiful people can stay. I can't wait for that. that. I'm very That's excited for that, but they need to be able to focus on all the positions and I think there's an underrated uh, something that a lot of people are not talking about enough. Two names on this list here: Keelan Cole, or three names I should say: Keelan Cole, Chris Connolly, D.D. Westbrook. And that is not even mentioning that D.J. Chark is in his final year, it is coming into his final year. So wide receiver is going to be a big focus for this team. I feel like it might not be Allen Robinson. It might not be Chris Godwin. It could be a guy like Kenny Galladay. That could be it. If Will Fuller becomes available, it could be a Will Fuller. But it need that that needs to be a focus because, like I said, next season you have DJ Chark as a free agent, and DJ Chark has had one good year, one bad year, and now he's he had that he had a so-so year, battled injuries this season. This is a proven year for DJ Chark, and if the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to want to re-sign him. Bring in another guy. Bring in another guy to help him get open, okay? That's how you do it. 
give Trevor Lawrence the weapons, draft a Rondale Moore at, at, at the 25th pick, or draft a guy like Rashad Bateman at the 25th pick. We'll obviously get into that more on our Friday mock show. But AJ, do you have any final thoughts uh, before we wrap up our uh, AFC South division preview? Yeah, I'm sorry for all the people who are only listening to this on audio because there's so many good things in the chat. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the final countdown. This will be uh, this will be fun. Oh yeah, it's gonna be really live. It's gonna be fantastic. And like AJ said, if you're in the audio port, if you're if you're listening to the audio portion of the show, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> also check out our check out our YouTube page at the Rough Cut Sportscast on YouTube and also join the lives. We are a fully interactive show. That is what we pride ourselves on, being able to connect with you beautiful listeners at home, talk sports cuz that as a sports fan, all you want to do is talk sports. There's no better feeling than talking sports with the guys or the girls for that matter. There's no better feeling than talking sports and that's what you can do here at the Rough Cut AJ Let's round it out, though, buddy. Let's tell these beautiful people where they can follow us at. You remember the Rough Cut underscore sports for Twitter. How about Rough Cut Sports for Facebook or the Rough Cut Sportscast on Instagram? Hit that like, hit that follow, share it, and then hit the love and then follow it. And then, like, tell somebody about it. I don't know. Like, I like to go around in the parks and just shout out Rough Cut Sportscast. Look it up. Do things like that. Tell everybody. You are just ridiculous. Tell them. You are something else. But you know what is something else? Halftime Sports Collectibles. They are the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia need, whether it be a trophy, whether it be a cleat, whether it be a signed poster. They've got it there at halftimesportscollectibles.com, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia need needs and i need to tell somebody this i need to talk to somebody okay it's not what you're thinking it's not what you're thinking (laughs) but i need to talk to somebody and i need to tell these beautiful listeners at home there is something we need you guys to do as supporters of this show we need you guys to head over to the audio portion of the show whether that be apple spotify iHeartRadio, wherever that may be Head over to that audio platform and write us a review, okay? We need to start grow. We want to start growing this show, okay? We yeah. love doing this, and it's time to start spreading the word of what we are doing with our sixth star content on this show. So please head over to whatever podcasting platform you listen to shows on and write us a review give us that five star or give us that three star if you don't even like it if there's something that we can do better let us know because we are here to please you the beautiful people at home aj final words before we get into the final countdown i plead the fifth got it perfect (laughs) let's uh drop one of these bad boys We will see you tomorrow for baseball spring training.